This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. The practice of folk musician, composer and writer Benedicta Mauschett departs from a long historical lineage of local fiddle players and extends into contemporary practices such as free improvisation, electroacoustic abstraction, as well as sampled and recycled archive materials. In this episode, she talks about her upcoming album, Har, which will be released on the Hubro label at the end of 2021. My name is uh, Benedicte Mörset. I grew up in uh, a small uh, village called Eidfjord uh, in Hardanger in the western part of Norway. And uh, today I'm living in Bergen City in the west. I started to play the Hardanger fiddle when I was young. But um, for several years I also worked a lot with uh, more free improvised music. So I combine a lot. More and more I've combined uh, improvised music with traditional music. Last 10-15 years I also started composing uh, music but always based on the traditional music. Today we're going to talk about the commissioned work uh, Har. Uh, it was a festival in Hardanger called the Hardanger Musikfest uh, uh, that invited me to compose new music for the festival and um, uh, each year they have a, a special theme, uh, and that year was co- uh, the theme was wandering, which uh, in English is the same as hiking or strolling. I started to tell you about where I grew up, and, and uh, Eidfjord in, in Hardanger is uh, close to the Hardangervida mountain plateau. So this theme felt very close to me. I've been hiking all my life and uh, feel very connected with the nature uh, around where I grew up. I wanted this commissioned work to say something about my background, about uh, the nature I have been experiencing since I was young. I also wanted uh, the listeners to hear the sounds of animals that you can hear when you are up there in the mountains and also to hear the voices of the people who have been hiking there or working with reindeers or hunting and so on. It's been an, an, an enormous, important mountain for people and animals for a long, long time. And also the philosophy of uh, Arne Ness is, uh, was uh, and is very important for me, Ökosophie. Uh, the, the thoughts behind that philosophy is that we have all equal value. So it doesn't matter. Uh, the, the, the humans are not more important than animals uh, the animals are not there for the humans, uh, basically. That's the philosophy. And then, I, of course, I invited other musicians to join me. I didn't want to do it all alone this time. But I have been composing a lot for solo Hadanga fiddle before. But this time I wanted it to be different. When I compose, I don't write down music. I'm not very good with uh, music theory in general. I work uh, mostly by ear. So I'm very... I, I need... When I work with other musicians, I both need and want musicians that are good composers themselves. So what I do is that I sometimes compose full tunes or sometimes compose just small themes or motifs or... Uh, and then invite the other musicians through practice. They explore the themes uh, themselves and together we, we arrange the music. 
So this is a process, it's a long process. It's, uh, it's not uh, the same as you have a score in you, it's fixed. In this way, you invite the other musicians to join in in a different way. They feel more, I, I assume they feel more connected. It's different way of connecting with the music when it's done this way. And when you compose like this, also the music will change each time we perform it. And that's one of the things that I like and want when I work with music. I grew up learning traditional music, so uh, in this way I've been taught uh, music that's been played in the Hadanga region for hundreds of years. And I, I've, I've learned this music through my master, Knut Hamre, always by ear. And in the traditional music it's uh, always uh, this, um, I would say, conflict between uh, preserving the music and also developing the music. There is this internal conflict because people love this music and they want to preserve it and they want to make it continue to live and, and be a part of our lives. But at the same time, our memory is not as good as we think it is. I have experienced a lot myself that when I've learned music, I often think that I play it exactly the way I, I learned it, but I, I rarely ever do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's the beauty of the traditional music. Uh, uh, it's not written down. It gives this freedom to uh, explore it in your own way. Traditional music has never been standing still. It's always been developed uh, and still is. And that's why um, we have this conflict, uh, I, I explained, but also that's why it's so interesting because it's always moving. And, and now a lot of traditional players are so into improvised music and also contemporary music. And that's, that's how the traditional music is today. It's a mix of, of this past, present and future all the time.
So now we're going to listen to the piece called Hilo. And um, Hilo is a bird that you always hear. Uh, it's like a signature when you, uh, song when you are hiking in the mountains of Hadangavida. And I wanted to include this bird in this piece. And uh, here I also wanted to use different um, uh, scodatura. In the Hadanga fiddle tradition, we tuned the Hadanga fiddle in many different ways. And, and I use a special tuning here. And also I use the same tuning as the basic theme that uh, the vib uh, vibraphone is, is uh, playing. And these themes together, I think, sound very nice. And I wanted to have this rhythmic pattern that is, of course, uh, very influenced by Steve Reich and uh, Meredith Munk and those kind of composers. So that was the idea uh, uh, that started out the whole thing. And then, uh, of course, the other musicians uh, who joined in um, on double bass is Mats Eilertsen and Rolf-Erik Nyström is playing saxophone. And on vibraphone and marimba, Håkonstene is also playing. Mm -hmm. 